Um, Andy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Andy. <laughs> Ooh, I have an audience. This is amazing. Thank you, Albonga. <laughs> Andy Makondwana is okay, joining we're us um, <laughs> to chat about the trauma of a black homosexual. I, I really honestly feel like I'm so ill-equipped to, to, to have this conversation, but I found it so important to have this conversation simply because I was having it with a friend of mine earlier on and I was like, wow. This is really traumatic that, you know, how ill-equipped the black community is in terms of uh, handling this as well as just to accept homosexuality. Where if you are a black man or a black woman, the worst thing you could be is gay or lesbian. It's, mm-hmm. It is, for me, it baffles my mind. You know, there are people, there are young men and women who are forced into relationships, who are traumatized every single day, especially in, uh, in, in rural communities as well as in townships as well, where every single day you are traumatized and, you know, walking outside your house is, 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 is one thing that you really are scared of because there's uh, comments from left, right and center about mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. It's as if you, you, you wake up and wear a mask. That's mm-hmm. That's, that's the perception, but this is who you are 24-7. And mm. th- there's just no understanding uh, or even an attempt to at least understand and uh, uh, to, to at least, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but like there's, there's just such there's a, a level stagnant. Of, there's a, such a level of persecution. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's the perfect word, and persecution. And it's prehistoric Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's honestly very very sad mm-hmm. and uh, for me um, I mean I've got cousins I've got I've got sisters I've got brothers I've got people who who's this is really their reality and mm-hmm. um it, it, not of course no one family is the same as as the other you know they handle mm-hmm. it in different ways but mm-hmm. you know the the majority it's 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 very very sad you know whereas parents you know uh, they too are also very ill equipped and, and they pretty much bring this shame upon uh, their children and it's 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 one of the most traumatizing things I can this is just from me from an empathetic empathetic rather mm. uh, point of view mm. I don't know what it would ever be like mm. uh, but it really is one of the saddest things because it, it, it's it's as if you yourself you know it's it's like mm. being persecuted for being black mm. you know mm. or being persecuted for having green eyes it's like mm. I can't mm. help it you know and I think that's for me, the sadness. Mm. A group that has been persecuted yeah. should not be the group that's doing the persecuting. Right? And that's the pain I feel when mm. I watch this um, without much thought. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's a, almost a default setting. Yeah. I, I, I keep on I, I, that's probably not a, a good way to, to put it. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got uh, Rendani from Stellenbosch. Good Hi, morning. Rendani. Hi, Andy. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Good, thanks. And yourself? Good, thank you. Thank you. So what do you think on this? Um, Andy, I actually agree with a lot of what you said about um, being persecuted. It's the same as being persecuted for being black, pretty much. Mm. And oh, I think it's such a, a heavy a burden to carry as as a queer woman myself. Yeah. Um, I don't like, especially from our families. I think that's where the root of the thing is. Sorry, Rendani, did you say you're a prayer woman or a queer woman? Queer, sorry. queer. Okay, uh, because they both could have quite a, a lot of power Absolutely. in this conversation. Yeah. So I just wanted to to hear that. And before I come back to you, let's also welcome Cabela from Stellenbosch. Hello, Lindsay. How are you? I'm great. Um, I, I interrupted Rendani. Yes, um, as I was saying, I think the black society as a whole mm. 
looks at homosexuality from a perspective of Christianity, the mm. Bible, mm. religion, pretty much. Yeah. And I think a lot of the persecution comes from that because then you are not you're not deemed acceptable mm. um, by those standards. Mm. But so yet, then, uh, by biblical yeah. standards, I mean, adultery is as sinful, and yet adultery is almost... Um, accepted. It, it, it's almost expected, even within a, a, a prayer context. Mm. So that's, for me, the hypocrisy yeah. of that. Yes. Um, can I pitch in here? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. What I always um, found very strange is, if you really pay attention to the Bible... There's nowhere really where it says that homosexuality is a sin. Now, mm. we need to kind of investigate this as to what the reason is. Perhaps 2,000 years ago, it wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Perhaps they would not have foreseen the kind of culture that we have today where it's legalized and uh, two men are getting married, two women, etc. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's usually, uh, they usually, it usually uses words, words like it's uh, distasteful to God as opposed to it being sin. And it's not even in the, in the, um, the, the Ten Commandments. Mm. However, even if it was interpreted as a sin, if you compare it to all the other things that are called a sin, it's terrible. How do you compare what is almost what you can assume to be part of your DNA or who you are mm. to abusing alcohol, committing a crime, stealing and jealousy? Mm. And unfortunately, the whole notion that I can pray for you and you'll be healed of your sexuality mm. is, is a fallacy. And, and it's unfortunate. Mm. It's really unfortunate. Do you think that... I, I, sorry. I, I don't think that's gotten across uh, what Carol was saying in the church. As yeah. much as I, I can agree with what you're saying, and it's, it's not explicitly to say that homosexuality is a sin, mm. but in the church... Uh, what is taught at home that's not that's not what's getting across yeah Mm. And yeah. I think I think for especially for me in my, in my background, especially re- regarding religion, uh, mm. especially as as faith as well, it it comes through as somewhat of a doctrine and not as a, as as a spirituality. I don't know how to explain it, but like how you know God has been introduced to me was through a doctrine and not through, hey, there's this man who loves you, let's talk about it. You know, instead of this is how if you want to be a woman mm. of God, this is how you should act. There's a certain doctrine and a religion. There are rules. There are X Y Z. So. I, I, I'm, listen, I'm, I may be different, but you know, if when I went, I know I, I studied in Stellenbosch. You know, I went, I went to several churches in Stellenbosch there, mm. where it was predominantly white. How Jesus was framed was very different mm. to my background. Mm. So that in itself, how you know, where religion in the black community, it's or has culture infused in it already, where there's there's already a framework in it as well, and that somewhat limits as well how you know we perceive how we take in God as well. So. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that the that's where the whole after nines come in, where people who feel that uh, this persecution and the eyes on you all the time mm. uh, forces people into relationships and to have children, mm. um, and yet after nine they're free to be who they really want yeah. to be. It's it's sad that it is a reality that you know there are there are people who um, are gay or lesbian yet mm. they are forced into marriages heterosexual marriages mm. um, where number one their parents know 
that this is something that is is real yet they think it's it's a fleeting thing it's a feeling that will go away if you know you mm. are now with this this heterosexual or this with this uh, woman or man mm. um and the sad reality is that you know uh, unfortunately people who are in such, such kind of relationships they don't ever feel like they have uh control over their lives to the sense where they they now go into these kinds of relationships and and marriages and and agree if you will, um, into these heterosexual marriages, knowing very well that, you know what, I am gay, I'm lesbian, mm. uh, simply because, you know, their parents are somewhat satellites in that, and mm. that they, they don't give them that autonomy to be mm. who you are. Yeah. Um, sorry, can I just push in here? Yeah. Um, talking about after nine, mm. so my mother began to get the idea that I could be gay, or I am gay, mm. um, and she's a professional nurse, and I mean, she's a human being, she, she's seen the clues. Yeah. I've never brought a girl home. I um, mean, that doesn't mean much, but, you know, it's one of the signs. Mm. And so the other day she says to me that she's aware that uh, there are men who practice homosexuality. These mm. are her words. And then she points hmm. to a religious leader at one of uh, our churches in the community sure. who is known in the community for dating young boys, sure. but is married to a woman who hmm. is also a pastor in the church. Mm. And she was telling me how distasteful that is. And that was her point of reference for being gay mm. at that time, the 2000s, early 2000s, was men who obviously could not live uh, their life, as, uh, uh, that expressed themselves as homosexuals, and kind of had to, at night, be with the boys, etc. Mm. And in the day, would be seen uh, 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 with the wife and would look like a, a happy, perfect family. Mm. Yet the whole community knows the truth. Yeah. And mm. by the way, I don't know if Andy will mention this to you, but uh, silence in the black community is a big Ooh. thing. We just don't yes. talk about issues. Yes. We just don't. You will sit in the house, you will know your father abuses your mother, etc. Absolutely. It's just not a I can wear a dress as a boy in the house, mm. um, but I will be treated as if I'm still a son. Mm. Well, mm. not I'm still the same, but I'll be treated as if I'm not gay and I'll still be expected to, to do all the cultural requirements mm. of what a man is expected to do, which is mm. crazy. Sure. Yeah. And I, also, I think when I went, yeah, no, go sorry. ahead, Rendani. Um, when I went home now, uh, in December holidays, so I'm 22, turning 22 this year, and the idea of marriage is um, upon my parents now, all of a sudden they want grandkids. So sure. that's mm. the topic um, at home that currently. But um, what I was just trying to get across, connecting to Gabello's thing of uh, marriage and not bringing anybody home, like, it's very, you are immediately, like, you are put into, especially because I'm the firstborn daughter, Mm. Mm. there's so much expectation of the idea of even if I I want getting married, Mm. you know, if that being a woman and things that I have to live up to, these standards mm. that I have to live up to are just like put onto you. It's, yeah. It's something else, yeah. But for me, honestly, I, I understand that we are at this point, but, you know, I, I genuinely, for me, I want to know where is it that we, where's the one point that we can pretty much infiltrate and and uh, stop this from happening in further generations? Mm. You know, mm. where where is the actual cause of this, you know, what is something that's tangible that we can actually do to uh, make sure that at least in some capacity within the family, in the home, that you know, parents have some sort of something that they can uh, do to to you know support their kids, you know, through this because it's such Andy, an incredible issue. Andy Lindsay, yeah, um, you know, 
there was a paradigm shift around 2005, six, or seven or so. Mm. Um, I just wanted to leave high school. It was the worst time of my life. Mm. I was always uh, a, a cast on the side for being gay. I was always teased. It was a terrible time. Mm. And I could not wait to leave school. And eventually when I did, it was a time when the, the big soap, uh, soap uh, generations began to uh, 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 create characters that were gay on the, on the, uh, on the storyline, the yeah. narrative. Yes. In the beginning, of, it was a shock factor, mm. Mm. Uh, but it, it finally opened up the conversation mm. in the household because you'll hear your mother insulting the character, yeah. you'll hear your father mm-hmm. saying, but, that's mm-hmm. what, but these things happen. And out of the blue, on campus, people started, in quotation marks, coming out. Mm. And slowly but surely... Um, there were safe spaces out of the blue. Yeah. And I think this would underestimate perhaps the power of, 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 cre- of perception through the media mm. and, 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 and entertainment, etc. Mm. I think there as well are solutions, but may, there's many other things we need to do, though. Yeah, I definitely agree, yeah. because I remember that particular stage where, you know, they brought the character into, into generations. It really, it, yes, it had that shock factor as well. And, uh, but at the end of the day, it did its job, which was to start the conversation, mm. you know, because that's where, that's the, that's the start yeah. of it all. Um, Ria's checked in via Facebook saying this is an interesting debate on gay uh, slash sin and the Bible, um, because it 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 as you the important question that you asked Andy is how do we stop this from going forward? Mm. Um, I know a lot of gay people who go to church mm. and they go to uh, a gay friendly church, yeah. and so they feel that they 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 can worship in a, in a way where it's um, comfortable. Yeah. Now I don't think that happens in the townships. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you would actually be quite surprised. Oh, okay. You really so, would be okay, surprised. So that's, yeah. that's, that's what this is about. Yeah. Okay. So it's about finding safe havens. I was chatting yeah. earlier with, with uh, Feneca Soldat, who uh, is a lesbian woman who um, has been doing incredible advocacy work in the townships. I met her in the 80s. Mm. She's, uh, she was raped and stabbed. Sure. And... Um, she spent Valentine's Day doing a protest in Kailitsha. Wow. Trying to reclaim the street of a woman who was raped because she was lesbian. Mm. And she was behind a microphone the whole time. And, wow. and and I said, you know, you are an amazing person. And, and Koketsa was saying her name is Soldat and she certainly is a soldier. Mm. Mm. The the point is that she's, you know, she, she says I can't I, – and she's been, to, she's been protesting all day and yeah. talking all night. And she says I can't stop until – I feel that young women can walk safely in the townships. Absolutely. With not without having to suffer what I did yeah. so many years ago. One hundred percent. And the thing is partic- No, sorry. go ahead, yes. I think I'm particularly proud of my generation mm. and maybe the previous one, because I think we're changing how families can look like. Yeah. Yes. Which is like very it's an important like stance to see how families can actually be like places of love and trust and it doesn't matter how the parents look like and it doesn't necessarily influence the child's basic mm. Child, mm. how they going to be. Mm. So I think our generation, I mean, there's still a long way to go, but that is just creating spaces on social media everywhere, yeah. really. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Seeing, it, seeing it, I think seeing representation is so important. Mm. 
So seeing it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I agree on that because it's it's all about you know if you if you have a picture of it, then you have something to work with. Whereas you exactly. know if if you know it's something that's new to you, you don't mm. know how to work with it, you don't know how to you know. It's, it's delve the secrecy, into. and that for me is the sadness mm. of the after nines is that they put their wives at incredible risk. Absolutely, and mm. and. Um, a lot of people say, well, you know, that's why we can't have these kind of programs because it's advocating for for people to be gay. Uh-uh. Gay people no, have always been there. Exactly. Um, yeah. All that it's advocating is that we don't kill people just because they happen mm. to be walking and while gay. Absolutely. I think also the, 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 the something to consider is that, you know, in the black community, social capital is a huge, huge uh, thing. What uh, your neighbors, their impression of you is a huge, huge thing. Whereas within uh, mm. the white culture, you know, individualistic, you know, it's very individualistic in the sense mm. that I know who I am. I'm, I'm very centered in who I am. Mm. What other people think, it doesn't really matter whereas for us the neighborhood and and people around us our family mm. it literally takes a village and and th- mm. that the, mm. what they think is very very important in terms of who you are and mm. and that's why it, in some degree to some degree that you know there's 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 so much shame put to it mm. because the, mm. the i think for most parents they think what are the neighbors going to say yes and, what and, are, you know? and, and that's why i asked the question are you are you a prayer person because um i think there's there is a lot of of that in terms of of when I've been working with people who HIV, they say, I was kicked out of the house because I was HIV. Mm. And that was only because my mother was on the church committee. Yeah. And it's, what are the neighbors, what are the church people going to say? Absolutely. That my child oh. has got HIV. Mm. I mean, and there's there's the idea that you can get HIV from so many different ways was was not even featured yeah. it was what am i going to tell people absolutely that my child has this and 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 i think there's the same sense of that mm. i agree and i mean I yes, think- yes go ahead <laughs> <laughs> and me and you i know right <laughs> Um, I think the, the black community, particularly, we suffer from this thing called abandonability. Oh, yes. A lot yeah. of people need to say. Mm. And the whole secrecy thing around it and how you must behave, even if you're gay. And people like your parents or your grandparents' community are just worried about what are they going to say about their child. But I don't think we think about what, how is your child feeling, mm. you know? This is where the depression comes in, the suicidal thoughts, all these things that actually you don't know what your child is feeling, you're going through because Mm. you're so worried on how they look on the outside. Mm, Absolutely. Um, Can I just slip in here? I think Andy raised how there's a lack of capacity within the black community to deal with this because the tools are just not there. Mm. I remember Mm. when I lived in Pretoria, this one boy uh, desperately needed accommodation out of the blue that I met uh, because his family kicked him out in Limpopo because um, he just came out as gay. And they just simply will not have that, which is extraordinary. Mm. I'll kick out your own child. Mm. But I I believe education is the key here. Um, If we still have binary type of education in primary school and life orientation Mm. about a mom and a dad, and that's what we were exposed to, including in sexual education, etc. What do we expect from this generation? Yeah. So we have to do, you know, we have to fix our education system. We have to really begin to introduce other nuances in terms, mm. of, in terms of sexual orientation. It goes beyond being gay. It's getting sophisticated now. I mean, in the past, mm. if, a, if a man was more feminine, okay, that's probably more gay. Mm. These days, we have men who sleep with men, and they just are not. They they, they claim not to fall in love with yeah. men. 
but we need to expose all of that to our society so that we become we become more educated about all of this. What does yeah. it mean to be queer? What does it mean to be trans, mm. etc. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. I mean, yesterday we were having the same conversation that you know, there's there's no, there is no one way of being a man, especially in this mm. day. Mm. And I think that's the same thing. There is no mm. one way of being a black man and a black female. I think we need to pretty much widen that. We also need to unpack the stereotype that yeah. if you're gay, you've got to be limp-wristed. Mm. You know, the, the reality is that some very so-called butch sports athletes yeah. are gay and and struggle within that context. Mm. And, uh, you know, once we start realizing that everyone's just a human being, Absolutely. we will stop putting everybody in small, tiny little boxes. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. I think uh, the the other thing is is that you know Rendana you mentioned that that you know your parent no actually I think it was Cabello you said that your your parent your mom knew you know and if you as a parent you know that you know it's also the thing as to why how do you how do you 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 know you deal with this how do mm. you now now mm. that you know how do you have this conversation mm. with your child mm. because yeah. your child is dealing with this you know mm. um, at, at the and, end of and the day and the idea also that you you watch your parents also. Um, pontification mm. and being judgmental, mm. and at a time when you you're brave enough to disclose, yeah. you think I, I, I'm not sure I'm I know what my parents mm. think about this already, mm. um, and. Yeah, that's that's that makes it even harder. Yeah, I mean, coming out in itself is the most, I think, groundbreaking thing that that you can do, and then mm. to to do it to people who are very um, not understanding or even at least trying to to mm. understand. I mean, of course, we're not persecuting parents because at the end of the day. You don't know what you don't know, you know. Well, they're also but then, simply doing what was passed on to them. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I mean, there's now a movie. It's called uh, The Wound. Uh, it, it was. It was. It. I think that it was premiered at the Sundance uh, Film Festival. It's having great reviews. Uh, features Nakano Tori. I think you guys don't have him. Absolutely. Look at me. <laughs> Ayama's already ahead. He's already ahead. Ex- it's, it really brings a uh, you know conversation yeah. about you know where you know, there's a group of young boys who go to the the mountain or to the bush for initiation mm. um, and then in this it, it talks it has themes of homosexuality you know whereas now you're in this place where you are being initiated into being a man you know yet there's you know you are now have to deal with, deal with the fact that you are homosexual you know mm. it's, yeah, it's such I, a layered thing which I love that they there's, there's also that exposure in itself yeah, Andy, you know, as a side note, I'm, I'm a Sutu man. Yes. I don't know much about the Tosa culture, which mm. is what, you know, that movie is mainly about. Yeah. Um, but what I can tell you is uh, I dated a Tosa man before, mm. and we always had to be underground at the time. I was never mm. supposed to be seen anywhere with him. Mm. It, was, it was intense. Mm. But what the, the main reason is um, the, uh, being a man uh, is an integral part of your lifestyle. Mm. Like, for example, if something happens in the community, you have to go sit with other men at a particular pot. Mm. These duties you're supposed to do. Mm. You must get married, etc., etc., etc. It's extraordinary how that culture almost dictates the whole life to the very end. Mm. You almost have no space to bring in a man, life, a, a, a life partner who is of the same gender as you. It's Absolutely. extraordinary, really. It takes a very brave individual in that community, mm. in the Tosa community, mm. to stand up and say, mm. I'm a man and I'm gay. Mm. Um, it, it, I respect those who can do that. I 100%. Really do. And I think a lot, of, a lot of men, what they say to me is that um, I, I will think about doing it if I've got a, a committed partner. Mm. But until that point, I don't see the point in rocking the boat. Yeah. Um, which is hard because it's 
putting it further. <laughs> mm. For me, my mm. argument is, is, is that, you know, uh, mm. nothing is, is constant. And I think I, I said this yesterday. Culture shouldn't be stagnant. I mean, if you, if you look at how certain practices are done in this day and age, they aren't done how they were done, you know, 20, 30, 100 years ago. So why is it that we can't, um, you know, evolve the, 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 not only the practices, but also the, the, the morals and the values that come with that as well, that they ca- encompass a wider spectrum? Because that is the reality. It's not like people are choosing to be gay as well mm-hmm. uh, and that there's not somewhat of a safe space in that, that, you know, being a man and also being gay are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, what I don't understand is why is it okay to be a man who beats women, but it's not okay to be a man who is in a loving relationship mm, with a man. Absolutely. I would, think, mm. I would think, you know, that's a no-brainer. 100%. Where you as a parent, you will still stand by your, your child if they beat their wife, mm. you know, but you can't stand by your child if, you know, yeah. they are dealing with this issue of being mm. gay. Yeah. Patriarchy and misogyny in African right. culture is a huge problem. Yeah. And that is why black lesbians, I pray for them every single night. Mm. Because uh, uh, to many black men, um, you are perceived as their property. Yes. And the fact that you are lesbian makes it worse. It just evokes all kinds of emotions mm. uh, in the minds. And that's why they usually rape them in the worst possible way. Absolutely. I mean, there's one lady in my melody where, you know, the worst things happened. I think it's too much to describe. Mm. But if you read the newspapers, you know what I'm talking about. It's mm. usually the worst kind of crime because they're trying, in quotation marks, to stop others from doing this. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's sad. But, I mean, we do need to uh, uh, review our culture as, as black people. You're right there, Andy. Mm. But how do we begin to do that when we're in a society that's, that's grappling with identity all Absolutely. over the place? So, if, you know, uh, the framework of South Africa is challenging in general. Mm. Uh, we are many races, many cultures. And so we, we are almost leaderless in that space yeah. because we don't have have leadership that can guide us from a social development perspective, from a health department perspective, etc., mm. to to to, to kind of uh, help our society heal and be better and do better. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. And uh, mm. just to piggyback on that as well, it's it would seem that you know a woman being a lesbian is somewhat an attack on on your manhood or your masculinity, yeah. which for me yeah. also is just so it, it makes no sense to me. Simply because how is something outside of you? so monumental in who you are as a person. I I genuinely just do not understand how does that offend you that, you know, I have chosen to live my life in this particular way and this is who I am, you know. And, uh, you know, especially when it comes to correct rep, sorry, Ndani, it's somewhat, it's it's as if it's to humiliate and to, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it's done, it really is done in the worst and inhumane Mm. way Mm. And what Faneca was saying is they don't even like the term correctional rape because Mm. it implies something needs to be corrected. Exactly. Exactly. And, and rape is rape, finish yeah. and clear. 100%. Um, yes, Renana, uh, you had a point, sorry. Um, when you were talking about the, the lesbian and how, I think men have, the say, when immediate, immediately when a woman identifies as a lesbian, mm. um, I'm reminded by this poem by one of my favorite poets, and she was saying that lesbian, they find it so confrontational. Mm. I think that's like one of the biggest things, that they find sure. it like, I identify this is who I am mm. and they make that attack on that point. Mm, mm. Mm. Sure, that is really sad. 
you know, and also yeah. there was a point that was made early on regarding um, safe havens, you know, and the sad part is that your own home where your mother mm. and your father, if you are so blessed, are in, and that is not a safe haven for you where yeah. you can mm. have a conversation, where you can be happy, where you can uh, you can be who you are. That mm. in itself mm. is not a safe haven. And, and it, I think just because we are a, a young democracy, I think as as the black community, we are so wounded. I mean, on so many levels, and it's it, it's going to take a, a, a you know a plethora of things to to happen for us to get to some place. Uh, but you know, at this point that we are, you know, we have a lot of issues at hand, and it's it's going to take a while um, for us to get to a place where at least we are we are equipped. But you know, I think and in this day and age we are seeing that you know we need to kind of get rid of this leader complex that we have we need to have a leader in order for things to happen because it, it, it's possible you know mm-hmm. if we somewhat take a stand you know in ourselves and empower one another which uh, yes it sounds very aloof and very you know <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a whatsapp that's come in from JJ and Paul mm-hmm. who says hi homosexuality is said to be a sin in the uh, Gaian Bible I don't know what that is um, that is how uh um, that's how our Creator sees who we. Who are we to condone it when God discourages it? Is supporting homosexuality not a declaration of war with God? Very strong words. Sure. I think for me, you know, as as a believer, my first commandment and my most uh, my most prized commitment is to love my brother and love my sister, and that that for me that is my job. Uh, I, for me, I need to make sure that in whatever interaction that I have with somebody is that I open a channel up open for that person to be with God. Mm. Their relationship with God, that has nothing to do with me. Mm. As for me, I need to love you. And once again, if that's a declaration of war with God, how is adultery not a declaration of war with God? Um, So it it feels to me like these declarations of war with God are the ones that that are the ones that you decide on. Mm. Um, Because if you then to take the Bible literally, you've got to not have mix your cloth and and slavery. One hundred percent. So. I think the problem for me is that people are are, are wanting to follow a better way, mm. but it feels it gets stuck. Yeah. And for me, the exciting thing about having a conversation about you guys is you're all young. Yeah. Um. And and you are whilst you you're smart, independent people. Mm. You are rooted in tradition. One hundred percent. You are respectful of tradition. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're also looking towards the future. Mm. I mean, that's the thing. I think, you know, tradition and culture, it really should be a, a rolling ball in the sense that there's movement, there's change, and there's adaption, and there's there's also for the better of, of us as people, as black people, you know, and that we aren't we don't stay in a place and, and, and remain in practices that, that literally wound us even more. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yes, the intention, I think if, if we keep the intention behind them and just somewhat review the practices and, and, and the values of it, I think that that's how we can, pretty much get the ball rolling. You okay, know? Yeah. Komotso's checking in via Facebook. He says, my two cents worth towards the conversation. I have been a gay man since I have been born. Mm. And uh, I've lived with hiding it in my youth sure. because of the label um, that was um, and sometimes still is being given to homosexual black man. Mm. I am what they call 
a straight acting looking black man sure mm-hmm. these are his words um, and so the general public would not classify me as gay mm. when they walk past me in the mall or in the street I have had and still have the view that my sexuality is my own personal thing mm. and no one else is issue I do not go around um, uh, asking straight heterosexual people if they are straight so I feel I should also be given the same opportunity mm. however if someone does ask me if I'm gay I would respond what if I'm not and what if I am how does it affect you mm. um, all well, I ask is why can't we just be people no matter absolutely. what race creed sexuality choice of diet um, and I, I love the statement your guest has just said we should just live with my love and Uh, with with love my love my brother love my sister no matter what absolutely and i think that's that's the, the one of the key points you add in there is that you know why isn't being gay or being lesbian normal that's it you know it's like being black can't and help it can't you. do anything about it well i think, I think the problem it. is some people think you can sorry mm Rindani. yeah i think you made an important point there when you spoke about how he is almost not accepted in the gay community mm. because of the way you whatever um pretty much but it's also just a layered topic in yeah. terms of the gay community within ourselves mm. Mm. um we are wounded and we also need to do a lot of healing and mm. reconciliation because what it's like being black you need to act out your blackness or absolutely act out your gay, yeah uh, instead of just being who you want to be mm. and no matter how that looks like mm. so there's a lot of intersectionality in being black yeah. and gay yeah there's a lot yeah absolutely sure i think for me the the one the, 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 for me that something that's really really pertinent is is the fact that we really are ill equipped i mean uh, we just just hearing about stories of i can't remember his name but there's a guy if not in googlet in kailicha he just started this project where he literally rents a, a caravan of some sort where mm-hmm. he trains young people to to be able to give counseling you know on on which, mm-hmm. whichever mm-hmm. Uh, capacity yeah. and for me i'm just like this is beautiful why don't we have this you know mm-hmm. um, and just in just in that capacity that even the fact that this is happening but i'm just like how is this has this not been something that we have you know mm-hmm. where we can have conversations where you know we can utilize uh, people within our communities where we can deal and where we can um someone bring someone a normalcy to it because I, you know you can't yeah. deny the existence of, of of homosexuality you know i have to i have to say though that um just in defense of our society things mm. have gotten a lot better Uh, over the years absolutely um for example i can i've been to gay clubs many times mm. there's never been any strange incident there yeah. neither has have people come in there causing any kind of trouble i've actually been to clubs that you wouldn't consider call them gay just a normal place or an outing mm-hmm. i've been to restaurants with partners so it seems that slowly but surely people have have become are, are, are sensitized to the whole uh, notion of 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 gay people existing in our society mm. um and and that's good to see yeah. so I, I wouldn't say that we're moving backwards. I think that there is really a growing sense of 
of improvement mm. in the way society is relating yeah. and, and interacting with, 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 with gays and lesbians. I yeah. do. Uh, at work, for example, we have a wonderful transgender uh, 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 lady. We, inter- we work very well with her. Yeah. And in the same space, no one has ever complained about her gender in any single way. Mm. But in, a, in, a, in a very conservative town like Stellenbosch. Yeah. So, you know, I really, really believe we're, we're, we're moving forward. So mm. I want to just put aside fears as if yeah, I don't want to just make it all doom and gloom. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of work to be done, but there has been uh, uh, great improvements in that regard, I, I, that I can say. 100%. And I think a big part of, of that is just the, 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 the part that, you know, um, entertainment and uh, media has to do with that. You know, I think we, we definitely do underestimate how art really does depict life you know once you put it somewhere and you put it in into a palatable form then it's mm. it's it's there we but can we can we have a mental I picture think of it cabela made an interesting comment at a club well mm. at a club you're at a club yeah so that's you know people jawling mm. um at a restaurant um but I, now I remember leaving here once and uh, driving home and seeing um uh, the operating word was young two young black gay guys mm. walking hand in hand mm. the sadness for me was though I wonder if they could do that when they, when if, if and when they got back, if they lived in the yeah. township, because they could, of course, live around the corner. Mm. But it, it, it's that sense of you can do it at a nightclub, but when you're walking, um, when you're walking home um, at night, absolutely I, in a township, I, I, I think you'd have to be quite brave to do that. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I have to tell you that there've actually been gay weddings in townships. Nice. Uh, already, um, yes, the stigma is still there. Mm. But when, as as a child, I never saw anyone who was gay at all. And if they were there, they were hidden. Mm. But now, as an adult, uh, you're not going to pass a street here and there without seeing someone who, uh, just by looking at them, you may perceive them as lesbian or gay. Mm. And they're almost part of society. Mm. The stigma is still there. It's just a bit different, and you're almost. As you almost stop yourself from 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 using strong words like you know stabana, which is a suitable word for calling a gay person, mm. like you would do in the past, because it has almost become unacceptable to outright criticize them. Mm. I, I mean, at weddings, funerals, yes. you see very feminine-looking guys. Mm. So even at the township, uh, we are beginning to turn the tide. Yeah. But uh, Lindsay is right, though. Um, if you were to hold hands, you are pushing the envelope, mm. and um, there will be men who. I'm not afraid to come and deal with you guys personally. Sure. Uh, but it is heading the right direction. So now, the funny thing more. is two girls holding hands, you know. Ooh, that would be terrible. <laughs> no, I think it would be easier because a lot of sisters, friends okay. would, mm. would hold hands. I think the, the, the once again, I mean, we were talking last night about what it means to be a man. Mm. That's the tricky issue. Let's see. Somebody says and divorce as well. I'm not sure what that pertains to, um, but uh, we we can maybe kind of make final comments. Yeah. Um, for me p- personally, uh, I definitely would want to talk about the issue. I mean, Gabello and and Rendani definitely bring brought this point up regarding how the the burden that uh, parents perceive this to be. You know, um, and I really think of you know young women and and men who are are gay, who are lesbian, who are trans. Who uh, number one it just having to deal with being who they are and now having to also somewhat train their, their parents, their community as to how to deal with them. That in itself is is such a monumental thing because you yourself are trying to deal uh, with who it is that, that you are and now also having to uh, deal with, you know, people uh, trying to get people on board uh, with you as well. I think it really is a heavy.
heavy, heavy, heavy walk. Uh, and uh, it's really sad that, you know, our communities uh, and also our families somewhat are ill-equipped. But I do think, as Gabelo said, there is some forward motion. And I think we should definitely uh, focus on that as well. And also just that I think we should definitely not let this uh, live in silence. Uh, I think the one thing is just talk about it. And, and, and for parents just to be able to say that, listen, I don't actually understand what's going on, but you know what? I love you. Help me understand. I think that in itself just is the biggest opener in itself, that if you just say, listen, I love you, saw my child, but just help me out. That's it. Yeah. Because that's just being honest as to where it is that you are, you know, instead of trying to correct your child into being whatever it is that you want them or perceive them to be. Yeah. Mm. Um, My closing comments, um, I think to to, to leadership, if if uh, someone out there is listening, can we set a better example? It doesn't help. I believe a few years ago, I'm paraphrasing Mr. Zuma here, our president, but he said something like in his culture, he was taught that when he comes across a homosexual, he has to get uh, and, and, and kind of hit this person sure. to correct them of their sexuality. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help that, um, that two lesbian couples had to fight in court to, to adopt children a few years ago, mm. and that's why we've got the legislation that we have today. Mm. Eventually, that's why we even had the Civil Union Act, that's why we can get married. We had to go to court to get our, mm. our government mm. to legislate uh, a, a, a gay marriage. I think it's unacceptable. Um, if you are gay out there, it's okay. It is indeed who you are. Yeah. Um, uh, don't think of thoughts of suicide. There is help out there. Go and get help. Mm. There's nothing wrong with you. You're bright, you're smart. And uh, to a mom and dad dealing with this kind of situation, it's okay. Go ask help. Be informed. It doesn't yeah. help for you to come with a religious perspective or cultural perspective alone. Just figure out what the facts are about science. Mm. It doesn't matter which country you come from, poor or rich. Um, I mean, look around you. The gay people in Asia, Australia, South Africa, everywhere. Yeah. Um, it, this is more than a phenomenon. So mm. do some investigation to understand your child. Mm. I think that's my closing comment, yeah. yeah. My closing comment would be um, on the same line as Gabelo. Um, find one person, one yeah. person in your family. Mm. Honestly, there is always that aunt, that uncle, somebody that you, that cousin that you feel close to. We can say that there are social media platforms, you can find friends somewhere, but there's nothing like family. Absolutely. And I, I think it's very important. We are in a society, as much as there's lots of progress, the teenagers, the youth are plagued by depression and anxiety mm. and mm. so many mental illnesses um, that just if you find that one person that you can trust yeah. and you that knows that loves you for all that you are mm. i think that is the most important thing absolutely sure just having somebody mm. is is the most important thing as well you know yeah. Yeah. life is so hard yeah. um and if you can find love um yeah. why would you want to stop that mm. uh, when you're in love you operate out of your best self absolutely when you pretend you're not who you are mm. you start often being violent yeah. towards society to yeah. other people and um, to yourself and to yourself yeah. yeah yeah sure once again thank you all appreciate your comments thank you thank you lindsay have a good night thank you lindsay thank you andy it was fantastic thank you thank you so much